0: The listening lunch, the audio clips you need to hear at your lunchtime. And we will react to them here on Ken LeVick Alive. I was concerned, Jeanette, now that football season is over, about some of the discourse that we were going to start hearing on the debate shows. Mm-hmm. So I tuned into NFL Network this morning, okay? And I wanted to hear what they had to say now that we are a couple of days away from the Super Bowl ending. And we were talking about Joe Burrow and whether or not Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in the AFC. The first thing that Peter Schrager on Good Morning Football said on the NFL Network was, yeah, he endorses Joe Burrow as the best AFC quarterback.
1: Believe it. Believe it. He he got there. You know, Josh Allen, it was an awesome story, and he did everything he possibly could, but he still hasn't reached a Super Bowl. Joe Burrow is the guy now. And I, I know that sounds blasphemous mm-hmm. if you're looking at statistics and you're looking at pre-draft. you're looking at all the, the things like, that matter. This guy carried a team from a four-win season all the way to one drive away from winning the chip. Mm. Um, uh, he's chip. the guy. I and this that. offseason, uh, I imagine he will be the guy. That chip. means endorsement deals. That means a lot of NFL network hype, a lot of ESPN hype. This guy has gotten there and he's earned it. What he just did should not be undersold. Now, Allen and Mahomes, and and we can go through the list with Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson coming there. The AFC is loaded with young talent. But none of those guys are coming off the campaign this guy had. I, I don't think the Bengals are going away, and I certainly don't think Joe Burrow is suddenly going to be viewed as a, an up-and-coming quarterback. No, he is the guy, and he beat Mahomes twice and did so in Mahomes' yeah. building. He deserves it. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Joe Burrow is not the best quarterback in the AFC. I mean, not at all. It, it's illegal to say that There's right now. no hypothetical. I'm
2: confused by that. I
0: mean, there's no hypothetical where any team in the AFC that's named the Bills or the Chiefs you would say, hey, I think we're better if Joe Burrow's the quarterback. At all, right, Jeanette? Like, there's no way.
2: Over Patrick Mahomes or Josh yeah. Allen. That makes no sense. But then the That's kind of a bold claim.
0: It is a bold claim, and I think it's just sort of a we have fallen in love with Joe Burrow claim. Hey, other than the yards and other than the production. Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in the AFC. You know, the things that absolutely matter.
2: That's what it sounded like that he's still in that infatuation phase. When you first get that, when you first start dating somebody, you Mm -hmm. know, they're that new hot talent. Yeah, you've got the
0: the butterflies. Exactly.
2: Everything. Anything that annoys you about that person doesn't exist for the the first couple days of dating. You
0: yearn. For that person. And I might add, though, that Peter Schrager's kind of the nerdy cool. So maybe he relates to Joe in, in, in that way because he's a nerd. <laughs> hey, you can't tell me that, though, and say that Joe Burrow's cool cool when I try to make <laughs> the case that Joe Burrow was nerdy cool. That's fair. Sean O'Hara continued the conversation, though. He was a little bit more cynical on Burrow being number one in the AFC. Sean, hello. He's at
3: the top of the the AFC in his division, but not the entire conference. So he's at the top of the AFC North. And I think the the word saturation kind of comes to mind when I think about young players. Having a big year, his second year. Look, I'm going to stay in that division. Baker Mayfield. All right, I think that a lot of people got oversaturated with Baker Mayfield and his commercials you and all think? that. So, this also will be interesting to see how Joe Burrow handles this because, <laughs> mm-hmm. look, on game day, he showed up in a camouflage suit mm-hmm. and he is not like, hey, look, make it about the team. I'm not trying to make it about me or whatever. So, I'm curious to see how he handles all that because. Listen, players see stuff. They see the commercials. They see the endorsements, the advertisements. Some people get a little jealous. Some people see all that, and they say, oh, man, mm. you know, he's blowing up. Commercial talk. But from a football perspective and a standpoint, to me, Mahomes is still the top quarterback yes. in the entire NFL. Not Well, excuse, in the entire AFC. Yeah, fine. And when you look at what he has done. All right, this guy has won four straight championship games, been to four straight championship games. Correct. Been to two Super Bowls. Look, that's nice. I'm sure Mahomes is like, yeah, hey, nice season, Joe Burrow. Yeah, it was really cool you got to play in the playoffs. Can you do it again? I'm there every year. So until you start doing it multiple times, yeah. that's when you start to become in that category of, hey, you know what, this guy's a lock every single year. Tom He's won the Super Bowl. Every single year Tom Brady was hosting the, Super, uh, the AFC Championship game in, in New England. Like, that was a lock. You know Mahomes is going to be a part of that game in some capacity. Joe Burrow, he could get there, but Again. The one-year wonders, look, I mean, we've all heard of Right said Fred, I know that. I'm too so like, sexy. You gotta, you gotta yeah, have a secret.
0: All the people talking about right said Fred. Yikes. But Sean O'Hara's right. You can't just after one one year say Joe Burrow's the best in the AFC when Patrick Mahomes is there.
2: Again, it sounds like they're just still in that infatuation phase. They have a huge crush on Joe Burrow because of everything that he's done. And they're not looking at it from a very realistic standpoint right
4: now.
0: We also heard Sean O'Hara bring up the commercial aspect of things. What if, what if Joe Burrow's in a lot of Commercials, And that's how I know we're in the hell part of the offseason. Because listen to Kyle Brandt when they threw it to him on Good Morning Football. And his take on Joe Burrow. Your
3: argument for Allen over
0: no, That's the wrong one, sorry. Just the that. commercials. Just Here, just don't let me. Uh, oh my God. There, go to the, uh, there's, there's another Kyle Brandt where he has the longer version. Here we go. Kyle Brandt, here was his response to Sean O'Hara on the commercials.
1: The funny you guys both mentioned the commercials. I find myself terrified about what commercials Joe is going to show up in next season because they're going to come calling, and they should. He's incredibly cool and marketable and fun and middle America. Uh, I just don't want to see him in some cringeworthy, terrible isn't commercials. He, like, isn't he so cool? Like Authentically, he's so cool and not corny, and you're worried that these ad guys There's are going to take him and make him into a cheese. Peter Schrager is terrible. such he's a fanboy. Uh. like am special? We, we can't take that for a whole season. Frank, that's not the line! I know. We love Gronk, but like and we love Burrow. But just please don't be in the cringeworthy commercials.
2: Can we <laughs> When you bring up middle America, that's when you know you're definitely yeah. reaching for something. What is
0: this? I, I know we're 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 at that desperate period now where we're three days outside of the last football game of the season, but we're already at the what if Joe Burrow's in too many commercials phase of the offseason? Jeanette, this is going to be miserable. This is going to be a miserable offseason.
2: And what if Joe Burrow is in a lot of commercials? He's earned Uh, it. He deserves it. Now, don't go the cheesy route like Gronk has, and I heard that comparison naturally, but who cares?
0: Well, you've got to back it up. Joe Burrow's already been to a Super Bowl, and Baker Mayfield's bad. So I get, I, I. yes, am I annoyed by Baker Mayfield? Yes, but are we worried about a guy who was just in the Super Bowl having too many commercials? No. No.
2: And those uh, Baker Mayfield's great in commercials. Have your opinion on him, but those... Yeah,
0: he's better in commercials, commercials. than he is as a football player. Yes, yeah. agreed. He's, he's making his. That's fine. But Joe Burrow, us already at the conversation of, what if he's in too many commercials?
2: Who cares? Let the man live. He deserves it.
0: So that was my football experience today. But my, my spirits were raised, Jeanette, because on first take, you know what it was? <laughs> it was Mad Dog Day. Yes. It was Chris Russo day. Yes. It was Chris Russo, Stephen A. Smith, and the fireworks got started early. Early, early, early in this one with a discussion about Dak Prescott and where he sits in the pantheon of quarterbacks. I want you to sit back and I want you to enjoy Stephen A. Smith and Mad Dog Chris Russo from First
4: Take. It was awful. That's was awful. That's your character. A in a big game yes. set, what you're dealing with. What's up with all the emotions? What's up with all the emotions? The character thing that you keep bringing up. I can bring up character stuff about GMs, coaches, owners. He's the letter. And so, so, so. They're not playing with understand it? Yes, of course. What are they saying? The point is Who cares? that he has assets for. Oh. He didn't want to be in Houston no more. Okay, fine. He goes to Brooklyn. He shows up the ranch there he's not playing with this slouch he got the ring. He's gonna come back and play he can win a championship excuse with the ranch. Excuse the, ranch
0: me. the beast. excuse me but the... Uh, that is absolutely glorious that is so good and then the conversation continued just listen to this can you understand a the thing they're saying Jeanette no does it matter no oh it'll let this wash over you here's more conversation <laughs> about football. I don't know if he's, he's not as good as Stafford.
4: He's not as good as Mahomes. He's he's not as good as Rogers. I mean, he maybe if I pushed him, maybe. He's around 10, as far as the NFL quarterbacks are concerned, best quarterbacks in the league. That it, is ridiculous. ridiculous. Push it. That is ridiculous. Uh. That is ridiculous. <laughs> I come, come on, now. Get him. Yes. For, 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 yes. Okay. Me, uh, 53 and 32 as a starting quarterback in the National Football League, right. okay? Started from day one. His first playoff game against Green Bay, they lost 34-31. That's momentum, I'm talking, okay? do momentum, I'm coming, okay? Just one more time. Hey, Stephen A., tell me one more time. stop momentum, coming, okay? Damn <laughs> right.
0: Damn right. Oh, God. Don't stop there, Stone. We need more. We need more. We need one more. Mad dog, Stephen A., make my day. Uh, God, yes.
4: That was beautiful. I did not, and I could not pick out
0: one word they said. I heard a James Harden in there, a Matt Stafford. (laughs) They were talking about Dak Prescott. There was football talk. Yeah. I don't know how we got into these situations. They were talking about Dak. But somehow, then we're bringing up Kirk Cousins. But, man, that's just good stuff. How could you not love that?
2: It was gold. Television and radio
0: gold. I mean, how I'm not going to miss that ever. I mean, Stephen A., that's the most brilliant decision of his career is bringing on Russo.
2: (laughs) It's just one
0: loud, abrasive character against another. I don't care if I can pick out one damn word No, on the three hours that first take is on. And then it's just Molly's job to be in the middle trying to, you know, direct him. I feel
2: so bad for her.
0: She's a mess because she's the one who's got to get him to commercial and get the bills paid. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And meanwhile, she's got...
2: you know, I hope she breaks character too and just the craziness of She, she starts just yelling. Starts clapping in their yeah, faces. That would be starts, amazing. Hey, hey, listen. <laughs>
0: I That's actually, the only
2: way you have to do it.
0: I actually kind of like whatever the offshoot for first take is going to be where Jeanette is Molly Karam and Jeanette just goes full Dominican and starts clapping and pointing. Eh uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just full attitude, disrespectful. I that actually I'm kind of into that. What's what's first taken in Spanish?
2: La primera parte.
0: Perfect. We've got our show. I'm not <laughs> sure it works like that. I don't think we can just take first take and then name our new show. <laughs> <The> <laughs> La first take. yeah, we can't name, but make it first take in Spanish. But we'll figure something out, okay? Uh, Ken Levick, alive here on ESPN 106.3. That the uh, listening lunch, uh, real quick. Do we have James Harden at all? James Harden. I just want, I, I want it because we were talking about James Harden yesterday. Whose fault it was that the Nets broke up? Was it KD? Was it James Harden? Was it Kyrie Irving? Listen to James Harden yesterday in his introductory press conference with the 76ers. This stood out to me about why he decided that he wanted out in Brooklyn and why he's excited to be with the Sixers.
5: For me, I think, uh, you know, just the relationship that I had in Houston. uh, It was basically mutual, but everything was on me. (laughs) And same uh, in the last situation. But, um... You know, for the most part, we can control our own destiny. Not that, not that I'm saying it's a good thing or bad thing, but um, I know in my situation, um, you know, for whatever reason, I'm just, it, it was mutual. And relationship, not very, I mean, new with Josh, but obviously knowing Daryl, knowing Tad, you know, for my Houston days, knowing Doc. Um, for me, it just, it made sense, man. It's, it's a time where I needed to be, uh, you know, around, Guys that I know that want to win and know that are, do, are willing to do whatever it takes to win, and um, the structure here is, is unbelievable. Uh, that's the goal, man. That's the goal. Like Daryl said, the opportunity, the window is now. Joel is playing the best he's ever played, um, you know. So my job is to come out there and, and help him and help the entire team win the championship this year and years going forward.
0: The key line in that: I want guys who want to win. Yeah, that's what stuck out to me as well. I, I wonder who not- he's
2: talking about. What a knock to everyone else!
0: I think it's more of a focus on Kyrie. Mm. I want guys who want to win. That would suggest that that's a veiled shot at Kyrie, right? Who wasn't willing to get the two shots and be available to play all season. Yeah, like. that's right at Kyrie's face. Just him and him only. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's so wild. Like those were boys, those right? Were boys, or at least we thought they were boys. They're not.
2: I was, was supposed to be the super team of the super teams. I, mm-hmm.
3: I, Jeanette, I brought up on yesterday's show that they were the odds on t- favorite to win the title up, sure. uh, up until four days ago. I still maintain sure. that
0: this is as much KD's fault as anybody because he's the one who decided to align with Kyrie, with erratic Kyrie, and then he's the one that wanted James Harden, who, and James tried to defend himself with the Houston departure. But let's be clear I mean, James Harden's the reason. James Harden. Wanted out of Houston.
3: He did try to slip that in there.
0: Yeah, he did try to slip that. I don't don't buy that for a second. But a guy who obviously has had issues in his career with staying loyal and focused on one team's journey, staying on the floor, staying in shape. KD, he made some professional decisions, and they didn't work out particularly well. I think he's as much to blame as anybody in that Nets breakup.
2: No, I think... I, why would KD want to align with somebody like James Harden, who has an issue with loyalty in the first place? No. I think KD made a, a solid like. Not saying that I agree with Kyrie and him not playing for the season for his decisions. Mm-hmm. But if I were KD, I would have probably aligned myself more with Kyrie than James Harden, just based on the player and his previous decisions. The
0: fact that, but then he ended up doing it with both. Yeah, like that's the biggest damning piece of evidence here is that hey, Kyrie. You're a little off. But hey, let's team up. Hey, James Harden, you have a reputation for quitting when things get tough. Hey, come on. Come on. This is great. This is this will be awesome. And now that whole thing is broken up. Who is is most at fault for the breakup of the Nets? Let's bring this back cuz I think it's fascinating cuz I really think it's 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 KD and the decisions he made leading to those three coming together. Who is the most to blame for the breakup with the Nets? 8887603776888 seven six zero three seven seven six and on Twitter at KLV.